The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's going on, guys? Uh, so pretty much, we want to welcome you all back to NFT Nation Bitcoin Bulletin, where we explain the most recent and important news surrounding Bitcoin and the entire crypto market as a whole. So before we cover the uh, news that's been going on in the crypto crypto space, here's how the crypto market has done this past week. So obviously, it's been uh, pretty bad, especially on the day-to-day markets, but uh, when the when the war and we're going to be talking about the war in Ukraine and how it affects the markets today. And pretty much the war in Ukraine has affected prices pretty bad, uh, especially on Thursday. We were, we were recording this on Friday. We are seeing a bit of an uptick uh, with prices as they're soaring because uh, during the war times, a lot of people aren't going to be able to access their uh, crypto or uh, access their normal money. And we'll talk about that later. But uh, we have Bitcoin uh, down around 3%, Ethereum down around 4%, Binance Coin down around 8% this week, XRP down around 8%, Cardano down around 13%, and Solana down around only half a percent. So even though there was pretty bad prices on the day-to-day, you kind of have to zoom out and the prices get better from there. Yeah, but before we start on the whole episode, we'd like to say that everything mentioned in this podcast are the personal opinions of the hosts and not meant to be taken by any sort of financial advice. Yeah, so I think that's perfect. Uh, we're gonna we're, we're just gonna get right into the stories today, and obviously, uh, we uh, everyone listening to this listening at home has definitely heard of the topic, and it's pretty much what's going on with Ukraine and Russia. Obviously. Uh, um, the majority of people support uh, Ukraine and what they're doing just to fight back against the the power that is Russia. But to not get into the politics of everything going on, just to give our audience a pretty much understanding of how this correlates to the market, it's pretty much when there's fear in the world, there's fear in the markets. And when there's fear in the markets, people sell. And obviously, when people sell, prices go down. So I wouldn't be surprised as the war escalates more and more that the stock and crypto market goes down with it. But obviously, it's not the end of the world. Like you still like cryptos are still going to be have use cases like we will explain later. And yeah, you just have to, especially with big news, people get scared and sell. You kind of just have to take it day by day. Uh, Alex, what do you think about like the current war and kind of the market? Yeah, I feel like as it goes on, it's going to affect it a lot worse. And then as more people get scared of what's to come, they're just going to sell a lot more. Exactly. exactly. But I feel like keeping it would be much better mm-hmm. because if for some reason Ukraine is like completely completely goes out the wall, you yeah. still have money. Yeah. But also, I mean, bills are 
like you can yeah. hold bills and then they can get also destroyed exactly but exactly. If bitcoin i mean yeah you can get your computer yeah. destroyed but your wallet will always be there but yeah i'm this a reason i'm kind of bullish on bitcoin even though they're you could call it a war i wouldn't i don't think it's escalated to a war yet but when people get scared of uh governments in war or when people get like um when war starts, people start to lose their trust in government, and when that happens, they lose their trust in the government's currency, yeah. which are like, oh, people that hate government, people, they enjoy Bitcoin, so it's perfect. Yeah, since Bitcoin can't be, obviously, like, controlled by anyone. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, let's just hop right into it, and for my first story, we have Bitcoin donations to, you, to, to, to sorry, the Ukrainian army have, has already surpassed $4 million, and just to let our audience know, it has been two days, <laughs> and there's already been $4 million worth of donations. So, the donations suddenly shot up right around the Russia invasion, which makes sense because, uh, we'll talk about later how the Ukrainian government has stopped the regular financial system. But obviously, Bitcoin donations to the Ukrainian army are soaring after Moscow launched a large-scale large scale offensive against Ukraine because uh, Putin wants to invade Ukraine and take certain parts of Ukraine as his own. Uh, and this is and the uh, people are supporting Ukraine by giving them Bitcoin. And within the first few hours, uh, Come Back Alive, a Kyiv-based foundation providing support to the Ukrainian army, raised around $400,000 in Bitcoin. That was just the first few hours. And then more and more more and more and people outside uh, of Ukraine have began to donate Bitcoin in huge amounts. And uh, obviously, I think I saw on Twitter that one single person donated over a million dollars or one single foundation, which is great to see. And also yesterday, the CEO of uh, FTX, which we explained, in our last Bitcoin or Bitcoin bulletin about the Super Bowl, uh, Sam Bankman Freed, who is the C- CEO of FTX, tweeted that the company had given $25 to each uh, uh, customer that lived in Ukraine. Mm. So that's pretty cool to see. And obviously, that's another reason how the army might have got- gotten more donations because more people in Ukraine have access to Bitcoin. And also, additionally, uh, the Russian protest group. Uh, uh, I don't know, hopefully uh, advertisers like this, but the name is Pussy Riot, <laughs> um, Trippy Labs, and Pleaser DAO, which is a decentralized organization, launched a Ukraine DAO, uh, which is to pretty much support the Ukrainian government and get as much Bitcoin to the hands of these Ukrainian uh, army members and the citizens to kind of help them through the rough times that they're going through, because if they don't have access to their money they really can't support themselves in times like this it's an interesting name they chose yeah i mean (laughs) i guess um you could get it out i mean it's something to remember you by it's a pretty yeah it's a pretty rememberable name maybe not the best but i mean it's a it's a name to remember yeah so for my uh article it is u.s senator ted cruz uh he is the senator of texas uh is bullish on bitcoin because it cannot be controlled Mm -hmm. so that's why a lot of people like bitcoin and why a lot of people in countries are buying bitcoin and a lot of countries are switching over to bitcoin because i mean no one else can control it but itself 
So the U.S. Texas Senator Ted Cruz has voiced his preference for Bitcoin and crypto, saying its decentralized nature will prevent aggressive governments like Canada from violating personal liberties and assets, ownership rights of citizens. So this is also kind of tying back to the Freedom Convoy because they're cutting off like all donations through like Cash App or whatever. Mm -hmm. And since because Bitcoin cannot be controlled, um, that's how they're getting uh, donations and how they're able to keep getting money. So this during the conservative political action conference in 2022, which started yesterday, Thursday in Florida, Cruz said China implemented a countrywide ban on cryptocurrencies for the same reason that could not control them. So they're pretty much they blocked it because they can't. Obviously, China wants to control everything and they can't control Bitcoin. So they're like, you know what? Y'all can't use Bitcoin. Yeah, y'all can't do that anymore. And then he also quoted, and one of the reasons why I'm so bullish on crypto is it is decentralized and not centralized. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this shows how if someone like that saying, like, big name, it could spread out very quickly. And the people are like, oh, this is kind of cool. I like this. Yeah. It's great to see a big name, especially with he has a lot of power or a lot of influence on the country. And a lot of Republicans as well. So that's great to see. But also tying to Ted Cruz's point about how um, countries are kind of taking away uh, rights from their citizens and freedom. The Ukrainian Central Bank has suspended electronic cash transfers, which is actually helping the use case for crypto. So pretty much um, if you if you're in Ukraine, they're kind of suspending the ability to transfer fiat money or the Ukrainian dollar into bank accounts. So everything is kind of getting frozen there because they're really scared of where the money's going. So this is great to see. Uh, well, not obviously not great to see because the uh, citizens of Ukraine have less access to money. But if you look at it purely for the, on the crypto side, uh, more and more people are going to start to use crypto because it's the only money they're going to be able to use. It's the only money they're going to be able to transfer. Like if I have a family member in Ukraine and I think they need money to survive, like say they lost their job because of this war and I want to send them money, I can't. I can't send them cat. I can't like send them a wire. I have to send them crypto. That's the only way I can send the money. So it's just it's it, it sucks that something like this has hap- has happened, but we have the technology in place to support and fix when issues like this arise. Yeah, this so is it's, it's cool to see. Yeah, it's really showing how big crypto is getting. Exactly. I mean, it's just more and more people are they're going to get used to using crypto. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why even use anything else? It's going to be like a second payment to the dollar. Mm-hmm. So exactly. for the final article, it's kind of moving away from Bitcoin, but Rakuten launches NFT marketplace to capitalize on growing adoption in Japan. So Rakuten is a Japanese e-commerce store that sells goods and services and books fine tech, cosmetics, digital content, and more, and offers um, buyers cash back for making purchases on the platform. Have you ever used Rakuten? I have. Uh, not personally, yeah, no, no, but I've, I've definitely heard about it. Yeah. I've heard it's a really pretty good platform. I've heard a lot about on the commercials. And then Major uh, Rakuten announced the launch of its own non-fungible token, or an NFT, trading platform dubbed Rakuten NFT and this was originally supposed to be dropped on 2021 but it was obviously kind of late as mm-hmm. many things are in the NFT space 
but the NFT marketplace also holds a platform that allows intellectual property owners to create their own websites for issuing and selling NFTs. So it sounds like that you can make your own sort of open sea. That is actually really cool. Yeah. I, I really like to see because I like to see big companies like this getting into the NFT space because they know how to do regular e-commerce. Yeah. And, and just they have this. that like the knowledge and they understand how everything works. They can add an NFT like uh, part to it and it runs smoothly. Like they're not just like going in blindly. Yeah. Even though they might not understand all the NFT ins and outs, they still have the knowledge of selling, buying, helping uh, e-commerce shop owners, stuff like that. It's just it's pretty cool to see, especially with a huge company like Rakuten. Yeah. So Rakuten's first NFT drop will occur uh, today, February 25th, and will include digital assets from an anime called Ultraman, as well as the horse racing themed cosmetic comic Kurogane Hiroshi G1 Jiko, Jikoshi. I guess that's yeah, it. Nah, Japanese names are pretty hard to <laughs> say, but I, I mean, I couldn't have done anything by myself, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, all this talk about Bitcoin and more people wanting it, like Takeru said, yeah. I mean, this is this is real good for the space, it shows you that. It's going to start moving on. I bet you'll move on to Ukraine a lot quicker than you think. Yeah, I think more and more people, especially in desperate times, come for desperate measures. And some people obviously may not be open to the fact of using Bitcoin everyday life. But especially if people start to get desperate in Ukraine for money and they need some type of form of just any currency to survive, they're going to have to use crypto if the monetary system is shut down and it stays the way it is, especially if Russia continues to push through, yeah. if they're obviously, we hope everyone in Ukraine stays okay. I mean, it's weird to say that it's a, it would be a good thing for Bitcoin if like Russia invaded more, but you kind of hate to say that. But if you zoom out, you're like, well, like it, it kind of is. Yeah. So obviously, we hope everyone stays safe. Uh, hope hope everyone listening today enjoyed this kind of 15 minute episode to help everyone learn more about the 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 recent crypto market news and nft news so it's always good to see and when it's i'm pretty bullish like obviously you can't it's hard it's hard to be bullish when you just see something drop uh so heavily in one day but quick i mean if you look at the market just today we obviously explained how it went down this week Bitcoin's actually up 9% on the current day we are recording. And Ethereum's up 11%. So you can see that people, when people get scared of governments, they lose their trust in governments and they move to Bitcoin. It's just kind of like a move away from governments. It just kind of makes sense. More and more people want to be their own self. More and more people want to like kind of rely on themselves instead of someone else. So, you know, it's kind of just great to see. And hopefully uh, our viewers out there learn something today and kind of just can help teach someone else about what's currently going on yeah for sure i wouldn't be surprised if i see a lot more uh european countries doing this yes exactly uh like give it a week and i wouldn't be surprised if i see like three other countries pick mm-hmm. up especially this. small countries yeah, that that are border on- ukraine mm-hmm. belarus and are scared, scared poland yeah yeah and i mean it's just kind of you hate you hate like just like i said you hate to say that war is good for crypto but kind of just is especially maybe it may not be good for stocks because companies and stuff but for crypto i mean people certain still have to live yeah certain companies are good like 
oil oil manufacturing chip makers stuff like that but just because there's fear you have to zoom out and be like okay is bitcoin still being used yes or is crypto still being used yes even with the stock market there's going to be massive drops with with fear of of war but guess what mcdonald's is still selling hamburgers <laughs> i mean like you kind of have to zoom out and be like okay life is still going on this is horrible to see but we we are we we can stand strong and we're back at it again but yeah that's gonna be it today for our bitcoin bulletin hopefully all of our viewers today learn something and they're able to maybe tell a friend something new than they and maybe uh tell a friend or a family member why bitcoin has a use case during war times and we can uh, always learn something new, and that's what we're here to do. So, Alex, do you have anything to say before we head out? Nope, I pretty much said everything I wanted to. Yeah, that sounds perfect. So, uh, yeah, guys, hopefully you all learned something today, just like I said. And, yeah, have a, or sorry, uh, if you want to, before you head out, please go give us a follow on all our social medias. You can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. It's at NFT Nation or at NFT underscore Nation underscore podcast. We greatly appreciate the follows. And if you want to message us, feel free to DM us or maybe shout us out or just add us in anything. And we'll uh, definitely look at it and respond to it as quick as possible. And obviously give us five stars if you all can. That would be greatly appreciated since we're a small podcast. And yeah, guys, have a good one. Thanks for listening.